0: Right. Today we're going to do a Chaf Aleph again. We did it as Chaf Aleph yesterday. We didn't finish it, but we didn't get to really start it. So this will be Khaf Aleph part two. We talk, today's daf is, uh, at the, we're starting at the beginning at the top of Khaf Aleph, Amad Aleph, first line. So we're dealing with the same shaila that we started with yesterday. Shailah Lay rabbi abba barzavda lemari bar mar, bo'y so Rav Abba heard that uh, Rav Mari was going to uh, the area where Rav Huna lived. So basically you said to him is that when you go there, go ask Rav Huna, go ask the Shai we're dealing with. If you go and stay without permission in somebody's courtyard, does, do you owe the money you have to pay? And again, we said the case specifically is talking about where it is, Meaning, you benefited; you didn't have to pay for a hotel, and you're a guy that normally pays for a hotel. But it did not detract from the owner because he doesn't usually lease it out. That was the shayla. So Ahi um, ravuna. In the meantime, ravuna passed away, which means they weren't able to ask ravuna the shayla. So, so, so amalei the son of ravuna, said, abba. I'll tell you, my father, abba Murray, my father, my teacher." I will tell you his position on the matter. He said it in the name of his Rebbe Rav. Is that you do not have to pay. That's the Is that you are not required to pay. All right. Now, he said a second halochah, which is going to have to be clarified. If somebody uh, went and rented a house from Ruvain, and he should pay rent to Shimon. Now that makes no sense. If I rented the house from Reuven, then what? Then why should I pay? Yeah, pay Reuven, not Shimon. Shimon, my What's Shimon doing over here? Whereas what happened was over here, you rented it from Reuven, and you found out Reuven wasn't the owner. All right. So Reuven was doing something underhanded over here. So therefore, Amar What happened was is that. Ruvain had rented it as if it was his, but really we found that it was Shimon. The other question is, who do you pay the rent to? Now, the G'monah's understanding right now, this would be the Chorah, the, 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 the the same case as the first case, meaning the owner doesn't know. Obviously, he doesn't know that it's happening, the owner. Shimon doesn't know. So you stayed in Shimon, and still it says you still have to pay Shimon. The Chorah says the Gemara says, Ma'ala lo's if you have to pay Shimon tarti, then how do you accommodate both rulings? They seem to be contradictory rulings, right? I want why it's contradictory.
1: Yeah, because you didn't know what you didn't have.
0: Shimon doesn't know you there, obviously, he wouldn't have let it happen. But the bottom line is, then why do I have to pay him, right? So the money says, I'll tell you why, because how to of agra, how to look, the case is different. In the first ruling it's talking about where Shimon generally doesn't lease out the property. So if Shimon doesn't lease out the property, you don't have to pay him. The second ruling is talking about it was a it was a property that was for leasing. That's right, they said so therefore in such a case so you normally leave, pay, pay for rent, obviously because you pay ruvain. So you're normally paid for rent, and it's a property that normally is rented out. So you're being there. It's not zeh as It was zeh as Therefore, you have to pay shemen. Not a problem. Itamar we have the same, a very similar shakvataria with with involving two other rabbis. Amar Reb Bar Avin, Amar Rav, Some say it was Amar Reb Chia Bar Avin, Amar Some says so uh, it was either. What's the difference with Tzu? Amar Rebchia Bar-Avn, Amar-Rav, v'amri lo, Rebchia bar amar Amar-Rav-Huna, that it was Rav's Talmud that is said in the name of, not in the name of Rav. Hadar v'chatser chaveirah, somebody went, and he stayed in the courtyard of his friend, Shalom died without his friend knowing about it. Ainur that we said, that's a yivudzei Your potter, hasolcher b'ayitz somebody went and rented from people living in the city, you went and you paid for, uh, you went and rented from them. you still, the fact you rent it from the city people, but you have to pay the owners. What is the ba'al to What's going on here? Who, if the people in the city rented it to you, then that's what they have to pay. What do you mean they were throwing in the owners? Aren't they the owners? This is, no, hafik kamar, nim let's say you found out that there was a different owner, the people of the city were not the owners. So what happened over here, basically, they rented, misrepresented, so therefore you have to go ahead and pay the real owners. so therefore, nim tzoloi ba'alim, ba-, lahem schar. Again, the one says, are they say, Tarti. Oh, not contradictory statements? Because one, the, first, the original statement was, is that if the guy didn't know, you don't have to pay. Second statement is the owner didn't know, you have to pay the owner. So how do you reconcile the two statements? So one says how to come to the Agro, how to look at the Agro. One's talking about where the owner was not, was not a rental. Since it wasn't a rental, you don't have to pay. In fact, you benefited, you still don't have to pay if he didn't lose because you were, you were there. You were, you were, anyway, as long as you didn't cause any damage, not a problem. Now. The, 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 the second ruling is why you have to pay the owner, it was a rental, and therefore, people seeing that you're there would not come and rent it because they think that it's already rented, so you did cause him loss by being there, and that's the case where you need to go and pay for your having used the property. Okay, now, Amarav Shalai, Amarav Huna, Amarav. Adar b'chatser chavei ro'shelom la lois lois loizchar. Now, the way the Mepharshim explained this, he's not arguing with what we said before, he's actually even adding another reason why you don't have to pay. Again, we're talking about it's a non-rental property, so there was no loss to the owner from your being there. You didn't cause any damage, you didn't do that right, and even if you gained, even if you gained, how did you gain? Because you're a guy that normally does pay for a hotel room, and this way, you saved yourself from having to pay. You still don't have to pay. What the Gemara is going to say is that that actually, in certain ways, the fact that you were there, you benefited the owner. So, meaning that's an, that's an additional reason why you don't even have to pay. Why don't you have to pay? Is because you ended up benefiting. Now, how did you end up benefiting? The Gemara is going to give two reasons. Now, the, now this only works if it's something that the owner doesn't normally rent out. But something the owner normally rents out, you can't say, oh, I benefited you by being there. You didn't benefit me. I would have got money and somebody else would have been there. So, therefore, this dog, he normally doesn't rent out. Basically, the two svaros that we're going to say over here is one is more of this Rashab means not to him, but one is more of a, um, like a, uh, a, 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 what's it called? A shade him with. Uh, with a more esoteric, one is more of an esoteric reasoning, and the other, the one that I'm, the first reason the one is going to give is that there is a shade that attacks houses that are not lived in. So the fact that you're living in there gives a certain protection to the property. There are actually those that learn it's, it's only using that in terms of figurative terms, but it means when you're there, you're there, it actually, protects the property from, you know, the, the faucets are being used and, you know, it, 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 it stops it from the, the, right. The second answer, the second shot over there is actually that, that's similar to the, is that a property that's not lived in collapses. A used property continues a function, one that's not lived in collapses. So, so therefore point is that these are two additional reasons that what? then you, that
1: the owner actually
0: since the owner actually benefits from you being there and did not lose, because it's not a rental, would be a reason that you don't have to pay. So Moira says like this. All right. So, uh, 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 so what did he say? Hadar b'chatz somebody who stays in the work he was saying, <speaking> in. shalom b'dayit, without his away. E'n tzare lalos eschar, why? B'shom shenemar u'she'iyah yukaz shar. She'iyah, Israel means desolation, but there is a malach, a demon, actually a shade, I don't that is called She'iyah, that attacks the gates, attacks the gates of an unlived in premises. Now, I've seen this, uh, this this force, I've seen this demonic force, and it gores, it actually damages with it, like, like, like a, uh, with like a, like a ox with horns. That a house that's lived in continues to, uh, function. But if a house does not, not lived in, it falls apart. Now, my benay, is there a practical reason, difference between the esoteric reason or the, either way, the fact you're there, you can claim you helped the guy. So, what's the coming community between the two reasons? When it says, The difference is, let's say the property is being used for firewood. It's got firewood in it. Now, the, the damaging force will not damage. Why won't it damage? Because it's being utilized. As long as it's utilized, that malach, whatever that demon, doesn't damage. But if it's because you're being there, gives supervision and makes sure that this is not falling apart and that's not falling apart. That you can't give that reason if it's being utilized for uh, with, with 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 firewood. So therefore, that'll be the difference between. You mean as a storage? If it's used as storage. So if it's used as storage, so therefore, if the reason was, I helped you because I was there, now I don't need you to be there, the malach doesn't damage because it's anyway used as storage. But if I helped you because I, I, I supervise to make sure everything is functioned, that you don't have that if it's utilized by storage, so you consider that to be a benefit. But there'll be a nafka between the two, Whether it's a practical nafka if he's not really arguing with just adding another sefara, at the end of the day, it's still zen and you would not have to pay. Now, so there wasni with firewood and with, 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 with straw All right, where brings down a story it says gave uh, a uh, you know what let me yasmi." So you have somebody that went without authority and he built himself a, uh, a mansion he built a big house on. A, the garbage dump that belonged to an estate of Yisomen. Like, okay, so he thinks he thought it wasn't being used, and he basically went and he built himself a house there. So, so Agbe Rav Nachman la So, Rav Nachman went and seized the the, the, the mansion, the house from him. So, whether he used it as collateral or whether he used it as actually for payment, but he took it. So, the Gemara wants to understand, the Chor, the Gemara's understanding right now, is that this garbage dump was not being utilized, and therefore, why would not this not be considered like a situation of it's helping one guy, the other, the, the, the state, is not losing from him being there. <coughs> so why did he charge them? So when says, that he disagrees with what we ruled before, that you went and used someone's property without his permission, you still have to pay for it. Moses, that's not what happened over there. Korra, karmanoy, havedari, there actually were people utilizing it. There was this nation, the Karmanoyim, whoever they were, and they were paying the They were paying a small uh, fee for utilizing. It was garbage dumped. It wasn't something that was 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 that v- high value, and they paid a nominal fee. So this guy went and he went and built a house there. So what? Amale, zilpaisinu. So what happened was Rav Nachman told him that you should go, the estate is losing, even though it wasn't a lot of money, but at least what you should do is appease them by paying the small amount that, because technically, you're built a house over here. I mean, if I charge you for rental, for using the property for a house, it's gonna be a lot more. You should go pay them the nominal fee that they were getting for the person who was using it before, and at least they'll be happy with that. And what happened was, so he and he, uh, he didn't pay attention. So he says, now you're not paying attention. So then, he seized the house. Meaning, you're not going, I gave you an opportunity to go ahead and do what's right. You didn't want to do it. Then I'm going to do the, the din. You didn't have a right to build your house over there. I'm going to go ahead and seize your house. Again, whether its, 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 it's as leveraging as like a collateral, or that's not clear. But anyway, that's the point. That, but, uh, but it's not, the, the, the mistake was, it wasn't that day that it was Lelo They were getting benefit from that property. They had it, was, it was a leased property, and he had taken away. That's why the Rav came down so hard on him. All right, let's keep going. Okay, let's pay attention. This is a little technical, the suya but us halt kapya. Now, let's just go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that if your animal is in the middle of Rish HaSarabim and it eats, it's a cow, let's say, and it eats uh, uh, fruit and vegetables, you're putter. Why are you putter? And what is, and what's the nezek? It's Shane. Shane Rishul rabin your potter. Now, there the, was a caveat that if, in fact, you benefited, that now I don't have to serve dinner, you'll have to pay ma'sha You'll have to pay that. But it's a much more, it's a nominal fee compared to the actual damage of the the, the, the fruit and the vegetables. But nevertheless, however, it says that but on the sides of the Rishul rabin, there, actually, it says that there you will be chayev. You have to pay Masha Hizik, what a damage. Now there's actually, Rashi in the Mishnah says one reason why you're chayev there. Tosfus disagreed with him. And then Rashi, it's, it seems to be a revised version of Rashi. Here, on Chav Alav says a different reason, which is more similar to the reason of Tosfus. Now let's go just through what they are. Rashi on the Mishnah said the reason over there that you are chayev is because the animal generally does not walk on the sidewalk. So the animal walked, moved all the way there, so then that's a deviation. Since it's deviation, it no longer falls under Shane, okay, Karen. Karen, and then the, the uh, payment will be Chatzin That's a rationalist. Taz was disagreed. Taz was learned over there is that the area that is outside, right on the side of Shesarabim, generally is utilized by the property that abuts it. And therefore, it's looked at the sides of Rosh Ram are actually more closer to being viewed as Rosh Hashanah Yachid Rosh of the person who's using and therefore since it's viewed as a Rosh Hashanah Yachid. And it'll be if it's and then it'll be Nazak Shalom. Rashi over here doesn't says a similar Pshad, he just says is that since uh, it the the people would go it was used by uh, individuals to uh, unload or load, it, was mo- it wasn't used as much by the Robin. Since it wasn't used as much by the Robin, it has a din of Rosh Husayachid. I think there's a difference between, because Tosus seems to imply that it's Rosh Husayachid of the person whose property abuts it. Whereas Rashi doesn't go with Rashi said that since it's used by the people to go to the side and load and unload whatever, is, so whoever's using it at that time, it's considered like his rishus ayachin. But either way, we'll see the, 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 well we're not going to get too complicated over here. But the point is that there is a difference in our Mishnah between in the middle of the uh, of the road and the sides of the road. Now, what the Gemara is going to bring down a Rav and Shmuel a machlokas. What constitutes side of the road? The side of the road, specifically, if the animal wanders to the side of the road, or maybe side of the road could also be if the animal turns its head and eats from the side, all right? So obviously, if the animal wanders to the side of the road, that's considered to be, that's for sure included in the exemption of, uh, of, of in the, no, I'm sorry, that's for sure included where you're going to be Chayiv, the other grind Right, but what about when the animal it's turns its head? Right, and, and, it, and it turns it to the side. That's going to be the machlokus over here in the first version of Al Gemara. Let's see it inside. Okay. Now, we said, how does the animal pay what it's... Uh, uh, right. So Moira says, that the way they learn the Mishnah, it's talking about side of the road even includes where the animal turns its head to the side and eats. That also is included... In the, um, in, in, in the liability. Now we're going to go with Rashi's reasoning over here. So Rashi's reasoning over here is, because the bottom line is, the side of the road is considered like a Roshul Sayyachid, L'chora, it's considered like a Roshul and therefore it's Shem Roshul Yachid and you're going to be Chaif, all right? Whereas, Shmuel, Amar, Hafeel, Machzeres, Nami, Potter. He says, no. Machzeris is the... Turning its head is no different than the middle of the road. It's still the animals in the middle of the road. It's like right the middle of the road. Even if it turns its head, right? You are still the considered Potter. So, Moses says, well, then according to Shmuel, where are you, Chayev? The Mishnah said, side of the road, you're Chayev. So, what's the case of side of the road that you're Chayev? So, Moses says, heke, mishka, chas, lo Where is the case that you're going to be machayev? For side of the road, says Shmuel. The way, he says, says the morning, the way Shmuel. read the Mishnah is is where the animal actually wandered over to the side of the road. If the animal walked over to the side of the road, that's Tzidar Rabin, and that will be the case where you will be chayev for Tzidar Rishusaravim. Right, all right. Okay. So therefore, uh, like this. So, um, so the more is like this. So that's the, so. Therefore, it comes out like this: um, uh, that 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 there's a machlokes Rav and Shmuel. How to understand the Mishnah? The Mishnah said Your chayev for tirdusha rabim. So, what is considered tirdusha rabim? Rav learns even machzeres, even turning its head to the side is tirdusha rabim. Whereas according to Shmuel, no, turning its head that's not tirdusha rabim. What's tirdusha rabim? Tirdusha rabim is where the animal walked over to the side of the rope. Now Ik de Masni the Masni Laha Shmaitza be The art that that learned that the Machlokus Shmuel was a standalone Machlokas. The way we first learned it is it was on the Mishnah. But now some learned that it as a standalone machlokus. That what's the case? Uh, b- machzeres. What's the status of an animal that's machzeres when the Shusarabi turns its head? Rav am rachayeves shmul am betura. On that, thing where I ask the mourner ask a question. The shmul says betura. I. The mishnah says sirushus a rabbi mischayev. Ule shmul misha lemez zika lo. The rachayeves. On that, the mourner says because when the shav of ruchava v'azam kamal tzeder is where the animal left the middle of the road and walked over to the side of the road. That's where it would be. Chay. So basically we have here just two, two uh, ways of, of expressing the Machlokas of Rav and Shmuel. Some say it was directly on, explain, on, on explaining the Mishnah. Some say it was stand alone and then circles back to the Mishnah. But a, 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 a fundamental Machlokas over here, according to Rav, Turning its head and eating from the side of the road is no different than walking over the side of the road. Now, there might actually be practical differences because it depends whether you hold its care and you hold its shame. I'm not going to get into that right now, but I just, I, that's where we learn the Iron. But according to Shmuel, Shmuel said no, is that turning its head into the side of the road is not considered to be different than eating in front of its inner in shusarabim, and you are putter. When is it considered to be? Only if, only if Emma wandered over there, then can you either say it's a deviation, it'll be considered Karen according to Rashi on the Mishnah, or it's considered to be Shane, according to the Rashi and Tose's Shot over here. Okay. Now, Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak asked from another part of the Mishnah. Listen carefully, I'll say it outside, and we'll see it inside. We said in the Mishnah as well that they used to have on the sides of the Rosh Rabbim, they used to have stores. Right? Now, we said that if there is a store on the side of the Rishon so the halacha, the way the Mishnah brought it down, is as follows. If the animal consumes the fruit in front of the store, all right, then the owner in such a case, if the, the, the owner of the animal, the owner of the animal would be considered to be potter. But if the animal went into the store and ate then the owner of the animal would be considered chaif. Right? That was the that was the case of the Mishnah, right? But, Take it a look. Ate, but now it
1: did eat
0: it ate in, in front of the store? If it, it said if it ate from inside in front of the store, you're potter. But if it ate okay, so in, then that's one but if it ate inside the store, then yeah. you'll be Chay. Now the Gona says like this, the Mora understands the stores were built on the sides of the Sarandim which means that's right. Now, the one understands like this, which means like this, that there's no, there's no room for the animal to walk on the side of the Hashanah, in that particular place. Because even and if the, the, the animal wanted, wanted to, because it. the store is there. So the khara therefore means, what does it mean the animal ate from the stuff in front of the store? It must have turned its head. It must have turned its head and it ate. So therefore like this, according to Shmuel it comes out very good. Because Shmuel says turning your head is not a problem. You're standing in just a and you turn your head, so you turn your head and you ache what's in front of the store, that's on the storekeeper, that's not on you. Ah! The animal wandered into the store, into the store already, that's already your chive. According to Shmuel, we understand the difference. But according to Rav, he holds, even when the animal turns its head, it's, high. it's considered to be like going to the store. So therefore, why in, the store, why in front of the store, why in front of the store should the animal be prostitute? So that's the most question. So more, it says like this. Again, if it ate from the entrance of the Chanus, that is you only have to pay what it benefited. You don't have to pay full damages, okay? They only want to damage. what it ra- No, 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 no. That, that, uh, that, uh, 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 Now, the point is, but why aren't you paying full damages, right? What's the case over there? So, law. So what's the case? So Pshita, the obvious case, is the Tzoban mechazeres. It's talking about where the animal turned its head. Because we cannot be talking about where the animal wandered over. Why? Because the story is over there. doesn't make sense. The Ka'amar Ma'ashan It says the only thing you have to pay is what it benefited. You don't have to pay full damages or half damages, depending on whatever you learn. But you don't have to pay for damages in such a case. Le'choron and Ma'ashan Enes. in. But Ma'ashizik but, but not what it damaged. I, if the only way of able to get it to turn its head, according to small good, turning your head, you're not for. But according to Rav, turning your head is considered like wandering over to the Shusha, so why are you not chai in such a case of Mashi Why only Mashi That's the most question. Good? Yeah. So one of answers is like this. Who must of the love The one who asked the question, he gave the answer. Now, if you want to take a look, the, the, uh, the, the case is going to be, de- the, the picture on the side, There's a couple of different pictures going on. But the case is talking about that you had, you had a large area that became very narrow. A larger, now, the animal is walking down the middle of the large area, on the corner of when the large area becomes narrow is where the guy opened his store. Which means that in that case, for the animal to eat from the stuff right in front of the store, it didn't have to turn its head. So the reason over there, your potter, even according to Rav, because- if The
1: store owner's moving into the Rishushar Arad, because Because
0: yeah. the, the, where the store was located, the payrolls actually were right in front. It's like the middle of the Rishushar route to a certain extent. Yeah. Even though it's on the side of the narrow alley, but coming from the larger area, it's considered like the middle of the street. Animal has right away. Animal has right away, and it can eat without even turning its head. So that's why you're chai. Clear? That's the answer. So one says like this. But well, it says the <coughs> of the store was at the corner of where the alley got from went from being larger or the road went from being larger to becoming narrower. Okay, now this was version number one. So in version number one, there was a machlokas where the turning your head is considered to be like walking over to the side. Pretty much, we're going to just say without being sophisticated, that would be the right according to Rav. Turning your head, you're out of line. You're out of, your, you're out of your focus, turn to the side, you're going to have to pay. According to Shmuel, no, I'm still standing in, Sarab, in the middle of the turning my head is not going to hold me liable, okay? That's version number one. Version number two. That when the animal turns its head, everybody agrees, that's considered like wandering over to the side. Turning your head is you're going to have to pay what you damage. Now again, what that means is it depends if you call it Shane or you're calling Reg uh Karen. That'll but let's let's put that aside for now. So now if that's the Case, then according to version number two, we know that there was a Messorah, there was a Machlokas Rabbin Shmuel. So, what exactly was the or Machlokas Rabbin Shmuel? That's not what they're arguing about. They both agree that the animal wanders to the side, Yurchayim. The animal turns its head to the side, Yurchayim. So, what is the Machlokas? The comes out a very interesting case. What happens like this? You have a Rosh rabim and Ruvain has a property that abuts the Rosh rabim okay Now, Ruvain saw that the rishusarabim they're having problems sometimes accommodating all of the people that are using the rishusarabim. So he decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a setback. Instead of making my fence on the property line between my Rishush Yochid and the rishusarabim, I'm going to make a setback and therefore I'm going to allow that occasionally people need to wander into where my Rishus HaYoched used to be, I'm going to allow them to, uh, to without, without uh, complaining, because I'm, 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 I'm moving my fence back, I'm creating a setback. Now the question really, let's just say the way that one understands initially. The question is, is that setback make that area off? Oh, so that could be, that's where the because what's going to be the difference? Because now if an animal wanders into that area, and eats Ruven, Ruven put his fruit down there. Because Ruben was unloading, loading, so now if you hold that's Rushus Rabin, then you're Potter, because Shane Rushus Rabin is Potter. Right. If you hold that it is it is it is still considered Rushussah Joachim, I'm letting you use it, but it is, then you're the in such a case, then what? Then you would be uh high, if right. If that right. would be the simple understanding. The one is going to add a nuance. A, a layer that is important to the Mascone of the Gemara. Let's see. So, what it says like this. So, keep Ligi, what are they arguing about? The Makatsa Mukam Rashusa Rabbin, where the person designated a part of his property. He made a setback from where his property is to allow it to be utilized by the Rashusa Rabbin. Vahachi Itmar. And this is the way to restate the machlokus. Right? Ammarav. Lo shano Elamach that in the Mishnah, when it says, you're higher for the size of Rosh sarabim, that's only if the animal turns its head. For sure, if the animal wandered into that area, but if the animal turns its head. But if the animal uh, wandered into an area that was a setback, where a person had allowed a setback, that area then, will not be viewed as Rishush Yachid anymore. That animal will be viewed as Rishush Rabim. And since it's viewed as Rishush Rabim, then what? Potter. Petura, you'll be potter. He says, no. That is no difference. That is still viewed as the Chorah Rishus property. Since it's viewed as Rishus HaYochit property, because it still is the, it was the belonging to the owner of the property. And therefore, if your animal wandered into that setback and ate the Paris of that person, you're going to be Chai, because it's still shain Rishus HaYochit. Okay? Well, now, I'm
1: sorry, now I got confused. That seems to be the opposite because Shmuel before had said that that was uh, you were a punter in that spot, I thought, though. And Rob was the one that said you were hiding behind. We, before
0: to we're worry. talking about whether you turn your head. Right. Or you don't turn your head. So Shmuel said, as long as the animal is in Rosh Hashanah, right. turning your head is not problematic. Right. right? And Rob said, turning your head is problematic. Yes. Right. So now we say everybody agrees turning your head it, is not problematic. So then what's the issue? So the issue right now is where there was a setback. setback. So, so Rav holds that if there is a setback, so that is considered to be Rishu in property.
1: And, and he's potter.
0: And therefore the person who will be potter because Shmuel says
1: it's
0: not. Shmuel says the setback is, is considered still say Sarabim property. Okay.
1: It just uh. feels opposite because before it seemed like Shmuel was being more lenient was saying... No,
0: because before you're talking about... Well,
1: I guess you said that they had Kula, everyone agrees. So, okay. All right. All right. All right.
0: Now, now, the Gemara wants to suggest that this Machlokas over here of Amoroyim, of Rav and Shmuel, is actually tied to a Machlokas Tanoyim between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. Okay, i cup over here. How is it tied to the Machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel? Now, listen, very interesting Machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. So, when the Gemara does this, lema, let's say this machlokus amaroyim is really a machlokus tanoyim. usually that's actually, a, 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 it's a thinly veiled question. Why is it a thinly veiled question? we have
1: already had this going on, why are they arguing good,
0: now? No, why well, didn't Rav just say, I baskin, I grab you, and Shmuel say, I baskin, I like grab Shmuel. So really, whenever the Gemara usually says, let's say something, the Gemara will end up saying, is yes, now that's not the shot. Right? But anyway, the point over here is what is the Machlodizim B'kiru Nishmol? It's a very similar case. A person dug a pit in his own rishus. A person dug a pit in his own rishus. Now, I'm allowed to have a bore in my rishus, right? Somebody wanders into my, ha- my rishus and falls into my bore, he cannot sue me. Okay? And that's not California. You cannot sue me <laughs> for falling into my bore. My bore, my house, my bore, right? I'm allowed to do it. But what happened was, then he was mafkir his property. He made a setback and he said, I see that the rabbim need, uh, I see the rabbim need uh, more area. So he made a setback, but now it comes out that the bor is actually in the area that he's allowing the Robin to come and use. And somebody falls into the bor. So there's machlokas here between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yishmol. Rabbi Akiva holds, L'chora, that once you made that setback, that property is considered to be like a barber shussarabin. If that's considered to be a barber shussarabin, somebody falls into it. You're You're chai for barber Shusarabin. Rabbi Yishmol says no. Rabbi Yishmol says the Torah only is Machay of you when you made the boar and the shussarabin. Where you made the boar over here was. Initially in Rishisa, yeah, and, and, and So therefore, you're not going to be held responsible. We'll wait till we get to Machlok Shabikim small to get in more, more, more in-depth. But the one wants to suggest that the Machlokas, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmol, mirrors the right. so Machlokas. Like, like, the, 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 the way it manifests itself comes out in an opposite way. But let's take a look. Because, now this is what Rashi throws in. Let's let's, let's see, Rashi throws in something, a nuance here, which is important to understand the B'shaqa. Rav says, like this. Rav says like this, what does Rav say? Rav says that if you made a setback, right, you the homeowner, you made a setback and then you put your payers down in the area that you're allowing people to come in, okay, Rav said that the Baal, the, 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 uh, the, uh, what's his name, the owner of the ox, what was Rav saying? Right.
1: Uh, he went into there, and that
0: was He says it's considered to be Rishus Sarabim, and therefore the owner of the ox will be potter because there's no shame Rishus Sarabim, right. right? So when it says like this, that aligns with Rabbi Akiva. Why? Because Rabbi Akiva said at the end of the day, if you're uh, you now have a boring Rishus Sarabim, so therefore in Rabbi Akiva's case, you're going to be chayev. And because it's considered to be a Rosh rabbin, therefore, if you don't put a boar down, but if you put Paris down, the owner of the ox will be potter. Right? So just not to conclude, why? Rabbi Kiva says, because you're the homeowner, you're you're for bar. And you rab that says your potter is going on the owner of the shore is potter, Because he's about to to pay for the payros, But now, Rashi throws in an important nuance here. Rashi says that the one is going to say later on that there is no... If you make a bor in Rishush Rabdin, right? You're chayev. What happens if you don't make a bor, but you put down a package? Or you put down fruits and vegetables in the middle of Rishush Rabdin. So in that case, you also created a certain type of bor. Because if an animal comes and slips on it... You're going to be chav. And therefore, they made a penalty. There was a penalty imposed by the Chachamim that if you put something down, finders, keepers, if you put something down in Rishush HaRabim that you should not be putting down, then if somebody comes and damages it or takes it, he's allowed. So Rashi throws that in now on the Sheet of Rab. Since we consider this to be Rishush HaRabim. And you're putting something down, that's considered to be like you made a bar in Rishul Sarabim and therefore, the owner of the ox is gonna be putter because the owner of the ox could've even taken the payrus if he wanted. So of course we cannot hold him responsible for the payrus. So Rab seems to align like Rabbi, Rabbi, like, like, like Rabbi Akiva that that property of the setback is considered to be a full Rishul Okay? What a Shmuel hold. Shmuel holds like Rabbi Shmuel. Because Rabbi Shmuel says no. Shmuel doesn't look at that as a boar. If you made a boar, he doesn't consider it like a boar, Rabin. Robin. He considers that to be like a boar, still Veshusah, Yochid. Even though you're letting people come in and use it, but it's still considered like a Yochid. But maybe if you consider it like a Yochid, and somebody's ox the, ox well, well, the person's the ox is going to be higher. Because since it's not considered like Veshusah, Robin, Rashmol says there's no penalty of you made a boar. Rosh Hashayachin. There's no better made of blood then it's by considered to be like you're damaging my stuff, and still it's considered Fine. to be Rosh Hashayachin, you're high of the pay. So what the Mora basically has done ostensibly is created a situation on the machlokas, rav, and shmuel, is mirrors the machlokas Rabbi, Rabbi
1: Kiva, Rabbi Kiva.
0: and rabbiashmol. Okay. So Mora says like this. So Mora says. Um, Is Lema, let's say the four lines from the bottom. the barber shusoi A person made a bore in his own rishus, and then he was mafkir the area for to the rishus of That's what they're arguing about. Rav Damar Potter, Rav says Potter because yeah, that means the owner of the ox is Potter. And because your ox is eating somebody's payrus in rishus of Rabin. barber shusoi chayiv. That a barber shusoi is considered to be chayiv that it is it is considered to be like a rishus Since it's considered to be like a Reshusarabim, so therefore you made a boring Rashus Sarabim. So therefore therefore you put the payros down. It's also like making a boring Reshus Rabin. The person can come and take that away. Of course you're not gonna hold the owner of the ox Hayev for damaging your payros. Shmuld Amar Khayev, Why is he that the owner of the ox is Chayev to pay for the payers. Because Sabar Bar B'shusay Potter that if we don't consider that a person makes a bar in his own R'shus and then makes a setback to be viewed as a R'shusa Rabim. Still considered like R'shusa Yochin. When Melech, somebody comes and the owner of an animal comes and damages it, then the Halacha in that case will be potter, because that's considered to be damaging in Rishusha. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, in, uh, in that case will be higher. Shmuel shit is going to be higher because he holds that bar of is potter, because this is considered to be still Rishusha Yochid. Therefore, if somebody damages or eats it, he's going to be higher because it's considered like it came into your Rishusha. That's the way the Gemara says so now is going to show no. We're going to try and show that actually Rav could still maintain what he maintains even going in the sheet of Rabbi Shmuel, and Shmuel can maintain what he's maintaining okay, yeah. even the sheet of Rabbi Yekiva. Now how do we do this? Let's see. So says, Amalach Rav. If Rav were here today, what Rav would tell you is like this. I can really tell you is that Baal Moab or That under normal circumstances, if somebody made a Bor and then Annexed his rishus to Rosh Hashem was right? That I could hold like Rabbi Yishmal, that that still would be viewed as Potter. I can still hold Potter. Well, if it's Potter, right, that Bar is considered Potter, so therefore you don't consider it to be a problem of Bar, so then why? Because Lechorah means that you're viewing it on some level like still Rosh Hashem, so if you're still viewing it as Rosh yachid then why if somebody's ox comes and eats the payros? Does, uh, Shmuel, does Rav also hold your potter? Shevichayim, not potter for that case. So how do you make that distinction? He says, v'shaniachah, that over here it's considered to be different. Why? Why is this different that a person who makes a boar as opposed to somebody who puts out his fruit? Like the they're both examples of a type of boar. You could argue they're both similar to the case of boar, But I'll tell you like this. He says like this. There's no question that, uh, uh, so he says like this that what's the difference, Amar, because the owner of the animal can say like this. The owner of the animal can say is, you know, it's, it's not fair that you're going to tell people, guys, I'm doing something magnanimous, what am I doing? I'm letting you bring your animals to the area close to where I made the setback. That's what you're saying basically. People are allowed, I'm letting people go ahead and use it, right? And then what happens, when you put out your payros? now all these are, hey, it's people are high the they that, that, meaning like this, even if you consider it to be a Rishul Yachid concerning the laws of Bor, Rosh. like Rabbi Shemal, Rabbi says, I'm giving it up, but I'm gonna take the liability of my Bor, I'm letting people use it, but use it beware, I understand. But that I, I means could, that Rav could agree with that too. But what, what, what saying is, but Rav still says, but the bottom line is, because I might still consider Shusha I'm letting people come in and use it. If I'm letting people come in and use it, it would be wrong to say that now no, I have I'm a right wrong, to go sue, so, sue someone to go ahead and, and, and pay for my payrolls. So you let people come in and use it, right. you have to expect yeah. that it might... If right. they
1: use the payrolls, then they should be hired for that. that if, they, if they use payrolls in, in that... No, rate. no, so
0: they're saying is that Rav's sheet was that your are on the payrolls. So now, why we said because Rav held like Rabbi Akiva, it's considered a Shusa Rabin. No, it could be like Rabbi like Shmuel. Legally, it might still be considered a Shusa Yochid. Yeah, okay. But still, the owner of the ox has an argument. What's his argument? He's saying is, you're telling me, come in I and use my in. area. And then you're saying, oh, no, you damaged my payrolls. If you worried about your payrolls, you should have watched your payrolls. Don't tell me to come in, okay. and then I'm responsible. Oh, yeah, like, All right. We, 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 so, Mara says like this, let's see. God. So, Moorah says, <laughs> because the owner of the ox can say, Lav kol kamenuch, it's not within your rights, the Mekarves peirosecha that you're going to put your peiros right next to the rishus arabim or to then you're going to make me responsible because my ox ate your peiros. You created the problem. It's one thing to say if my animal goes into your rishus and eats your peiros, but over here it's not that I went into your rishus and ate your peiros. You brought your rishus to me. You're saying, I'm allowed to bring my animal there. And then you're telling me that if it eats the payros, it's higher. That, says that. therefore, so it could be that, that in the Machlokas, where the boar has to be actually Menusha Rabin, or if it's in your and Yemav, it could be, r- Rav could go either way. But still, the Gav of the peros, Rav Tak will still hold your potter. That's in Rav. Now, what in Shmuel? Shmuel says that, no, Shmuel says you could sue the owner of the ox. We said, "Well, Shmuel could sue the owner of the ox. Must be he holds at the land's considered shusayachid. Must be he holds like Rabbi Shmuel. That's the way we explain it." Where says, "No, Shmuel Taka could hold like Rabbi Akiva." Well, i hold like Rabbi Akiva it's considered shusarabim. It's considered shusarabim. Then how can you hold the owner of the ox liable? Right? That was the question. So <laughs> <Shmuel> says, "Shmuel da amarach ba'ama that Bar like Rabbi Yekiva, that if I had a, even though I dug it in R'Shuzar Yochid, but once I'm it it's considered to be a bar, like it's a Bar and if an animal falls in, then the owner of the pit is Chayev. When the Chorah, that means you're looking at a classical R'Shuzar Rabim, which means that therefore, if somebody puts payros down, he also created like a Bar B'Shuzar So therefore how can you hold the ox, the owner of the ox, Chayev, for eating the payros that's, that's the question. So it says like this, now I'll tell you like this. And one is going to say, one second. I understand, sir Shmuel, that if I make a pit in the middle of the Shusarabim, right, Chayev. I also understand if I put my payros in the middle of the Shusarabim. When I put my payros, animals are walking back and forth. They are not looking at that point of what's on the ground. So the animal slips and breaks its neck on the payros. Also going to be chayiv. I understand. That's both the considered examples of bor. And therefore, if an animal eats my payros, and let the owner of the owner will not be pachayiv masha hisik. Masha nanis made, not hizik, Fine. But now we're not talking about it in the middle of Shusharabim. What are we talking about over here? We're talking, we're talking about, about on the side. Now on the side, I can still understand. A bottom line is a hole in the ground. Animals don't look down, and therefore, even if. The, according to, even if Shmuel says, even if you agree with Rabbi Akiva, you make a hole in the ground, I even though I made it in my own shoes but once I create a setback yeah. and I allow animals yeah. to go yeah. in, oh, and right you're going to be chai. But I still hold there's a difference. Peyros on the ground, animals should notice. You have a little mound on the ground of Peyros, therefore, if the animal doesn't want to hurt itself, what it should do is wow. walk around. Therefore, I don't consider Peyros on the ground on the side of Rishus Rab, middle the you could argue, because there's so many things going back and forth and not focusing. But on the side, I don't consider that to be a made, you made a bore. By putting the payers down, it's not like you made a bore. Well if it's not considered like you made a bore, then there's no penalty against me that the person could take it if he wanted, so he should not be highly damaged, no. Your animal should have walked around it. It should not uh, It should not hurt itself with it. And for sure, and therefore, it should not eat. Now you're going to say, oh, but you put it there. Okay, but I'm, if I'm letting you use the side, and you know the side is used by me by putting stuff down, then it really becomes you as the owner of the animal's responsibility that what? That your animal should not eat my peros. And if it ate my peros, right. So therefore, a hole in the ground, I understand. I'm chai. Rabbi Kivu. But uh, your animal ate my payros. It's on you. You have to pay for me. That's that's, that's the, the difference that Shmuel is saying. When it's like Because by a bore you could say the animal didn't realize there's a hole in the ground, and therefore the owner of the uh, of the pit, the one who made the pit should be higher because there's not there's no expectation that the animal should go around him and the peiros I'm going to tell my payros, the animal doesn't reel. Of course the animal realizes the payros are there. Therefore, the animal can go around it. So it doesn't have a din of a bar. If it doesn't have a din of a bar, you cannot penalize me on it. The chaira is, okay, ah, you put it there. What did you expect? I expected you to make sure the animal doesn't eat my payros. You want to use my area that I'm giving, you make sure that the animal doesn't eat. Therefore, a ha'chaziluit will see it, walk around it, and if it eats it, then it's on you to make sure it doesn't eat it. You don't want that to happen, then stand with your animal, but otherwise you have to pay me for my payros. Okay. Now, the Gemara is going back to version number one. In version number one, they were arguing about Machzeres, right? Where the animal turns its head to eat to the side. That was the version number one. So what was the Machlokas over there? We said as follows. The Mishnah says that in the middle of Rosh there's no shame. You're potter. Only have to pay Masha Nenas, so you don't have to pay Masha Hisek. But on the Tzide of Hashanah, you have to pay... Masha'izik, okay. Machlokas we said over there is it because of karen? Is it because of, of Shane? Okay, Okay. Like, now, Rav and Shmuel in the first version had a machlokas, right? Rav learns that Tzidarisheser Rabim includes also the case of Mavzeras. that if the animal is a, it turns its head, that's also considered like it wandered over to the side, and you're going to be chayy. Shmuel says no, as long as the animal stays in the middle of the lane. The fact that it turns its head, that's not considered like it went to the Rishul's side of the Rishul And therefore, you're going to be putter on Machzeres. Well, so Machlokas, whether you is Machzeres or, or not. That was the first version. So, Morris James, again, says, Le tanoi. It would seem again that the Machlokas, uh, Machzeres, is that a, it seems to be a Machlokas Tanoim. Let's see the Machlokas. The Sanya we will learn to So, the first version of the bra- The first opinion of the Tanakama, is mamish the wording of our Mishnah if the animal ate from the middle of the street you cannot make him pay damages the most you can make the person pay is what? If there was a benefit to the owner of the ox then pay for the value of, the, of not, not the value of the food but the, the benefit he saves himself dinner that's right but you don't have to pay but see there if the animal ate from the sides of the thing then you have to pay. For the the full damages, full damage, meaning chatzin nezek or nezek shalom, right? Depending, right? no. That's the opinion of Yehuda. That's the opinion of Yehuda. Comes along Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Loza, They said, "Ain darkelech al elah That in Rishus haRabim, the derech of the animal is to walk, not to eat. Now let's understand what he's trying to say over here. He cannot be saying that if the animal walks in the middle of Rishos HaRabim and eats in the middle of Rishos HaRabim, that you're going to be chayiv. That can't be. Why can't that be what he's saying? Because the Chorod, we have a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, acher, which we learned till now means, that means you're only chayiv in the Rishos of the Nizakh. You're not chayiv for Shayn in Rishos HaRabim. So he has to agree that in the middle of Rishos HaRabim, you're going to be potter. So, what is he saying? That, no, if it's the derech for the animal to walk, he's not gonna be chayiv. So, so, it means, so what it must be saying is, that it's only the derech if the food is in the middle. But if the animal turns its head, it's to the high. side, right? I oh, us well, like for a man. But it means, on the, it means on the side, if the animal eats from the side, then, then it's gonna be chayiv. Now, what's the difference between the Tanakama, and, and Rabiosi, they both seem to say the same thing. So, therefore, Rabbiosi, Haim, and Tanakama, that's the one Kasha. They both seem to say you're Chai in the middle, you're, you're, but, you're not, but, you're, but you're Potter on the side. So, the says, I'll tell you the difference. The Chaira of Machzeras is going to be the difference between them. Tanakama Savar, the Tanakama said that on the side you are uh, Potter. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll start again. Tanakama said uh, uh, that, that the, the Lush of the Tanakama was is that your chayev, uh, your putter in the middle, chayiv. but your chayev on the side, right? So it means like this, you, that, that what, what, what the, at least what Rabbi Yossi understood the Tanakhama is saying, is your chayev, When are you chayev on the side, is if the animal wanders all the way to the side, then the animal is no longer in the Rosh and the animal is on the side. In such a case, then you can be chayev ma'sha hizik. But it's mashma though, let's say the animal just turned its head, Turn its head, you would not be chayav masha hezik. You'd only be chayav masha nenes, because at the end of the day, the animal is still considered in the reshus harabim and not reshus hayachid. On that comes along, Rabbi Yehoshua to say no that an animal is. Is, is is only potter if where it walks, if it's walking it's poking exactly. forward. But if it turns its head to the side, that's not the norm for the animal to do. And therefore, well, that's not the norm there. On that, you are going to be chayy. So it comes out, really, the machlokas between the Tanakhama and Rav Meir and Rav Yossi is in the din of Machzeres, which also happened to be the machlokas between Rav and Shmuel. That's more worst thing. Ze'ele Machzeres Ige Benayi, the only thing between is Machzeres. Tanaka, Machzeres, Machzeres, Nami, Meshaleh, Masha, He holds, there's no difference between Machzeres and the middle of the Rishush HaRavim, at the end of the day, the animals in the Rishush HaRavim, which was like Shmuel said. But, the Rabbi Yosef is Sabar, Meshaleh, is he comes along and says, no. If only when the animal is doing what it normally does, normally does is walking through the middle, then you could say it's potter. But if the animal turns to eat on the side, that's not what the animal normally does, and therefore on that you are going to be chayav. So, again, would seem to be that the machlokas rabbi more is a machlokas chanoim. Mura pushes back loy. Now the Mura is going to suggest something right away, which we're going to slug up. But the Mura is going to say is like this: it could be the kula alma. Everybody agrees that mavzeres. Then when it comes to machzares, ikarab Ika is it considered to be rabim? Is it considered to be like yochid? Yeah. Right, that pick your choice. It, it's not—you don't have to necessarily by Machzeres, you that you can't prove one way or the other. So what are they arguing about? They're arguing about something else. The Torah says ubir b'sle acher is that when are you chay for shame if it goes into someone else's property? And until now till now. Whose property do we understand when you Goes into the nizab. Which is why we said only if it goes into the nizak. But what about rishus Rabim? Your potter. Then. Your potter. That's how we understood it till now. Maybe what they're arguing about is the following is that maybe there's another way to interpret this. Maybe the way to say it is, it only if it goes into versus acher are right? But not if it goes into the rishus of the Mazik. It's only chai if it goes into the rishus of the Nizak. But not if it went into the of the Mazzik, that's what it's coming to tell me. That when the of the Mazik, then you don't have to pay. Uh, the, the, if you went into the of, the of the Mazik, then what's gonna be the din? Meaning if you went and put your pay in the Rashus of the Mazik in the mazik, then that, that's when you're gonna be potter. But if the Mazik comes into your Rashur, then you're gonna be chayev. What about Rashus al-Rabin? Roshur Rabbi, maybe you're also Chayev because all we're trying to exclude only is when it happens in the Roshosh of the Mazin, No, when it happens anywhere else. And therefore, maybe that's the Machlokas over here. That's how we understand. How are we going to say, look, the Kula Alma, Machzeres, either way, the whole of is Shmuel, that's not the issue here. The question is, how do you interpret the clause of and a damage in the field of another person? That's what they're coming from. We're going to see that the Tanakh Kamar of Merholt the way we understood till now. That it's only Chaif if it was... In uh, I mean it's not only in, 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 Recepir Recepir nyam, in the Rosh uh, Li- ma- but, Hayat- right. but not in the Rosh Hashanah. Rish right? Not in the Rosh Hashanah. Right? Okay. Uh, that, that that's um, and, and and therefore it, it's only it, uh, therefore if it's in the middle of the street, that's Rosh Hashanah. On the side of the street, you might be higher chama- because that might be viewed as right now Omar Savar Now that the Rabbi Yossi holds. Is only coming to exclude below Brashusa Mazik, that you're only going to be potter if it's in the Shush Mazzik. But anywhere other than, even including you go to be Chayav if it's Rashus Rabbi, Rabbi, you're B Haiv Rashus Rabbi, Rhyb Rishus the only thing that's coming to exclude is that you're not ha, you're not chaif it's Rashusa Mazzik. That's all that's coming to exclude. But anywhere else where the uh, Nizak has a right to be, whether it's his own domain, or, or whether it's Zeravim, a the Mazik will be Chaya. Now that'll become the Machlokas, therefore it's got nothing to do with the Machlokas of Rab and Shmuel. Okay. So says like this, that can't be the Pshat. Why can't that be the that Pshat? Because I don't need a pusuk why would I need a posse to tell me that I'm not chayev? if Roshus L the Mazik someone their
1: own fruit in my property? I don't need a
0: drusha for that. My like, property, like you property you're your your trespassing. Exactly. I don't need a posse. If the posse is coming for anything, it cannot be coming to exclude the a Mazik. What must it be coming to exclude? He did say Rosh Rabin. That's what a That's not so partial, Rosh Hashir Rabin. That's what... So there can't be a machlokas about Rosh Hashanah. Rabin. That's clearly Three what it is. It. It. Right. So Mari says, Lema, what do you mean mazik? You need a puzzle, tell me. Why you need a puzzle? Uh, why can't the uh, the owner say this? of course he could say the owner of the property. Percha my boy, what are you putting your fruits down here for? My fruit, don't put them here. What do you want, my hair? Not to eat them, that's you, on you, not on me. I don't need a puzzle to tell me to tell me that. Umar says you're right. So what could the machlukes then be? So it says the I'll tell you, again. Okay, we don't want to make it machlukis raven shmuel. So what are they gonna make? I'll tell you what to make the machlokos. Ella says the Gemara, we had a Shaila, the halacha of Ilfa and of Oshia. What was the makhlok, the Shaila, not the machlok. the the Shaila, uh, we had like this. What was the case? We had that uh, uh, the Ilfa was a case where the animal stretched and ate from the back of another animal. Two animals were walking Rosh Hashanah Rabim, and the animal leaned over and ate out of the basket Now, so there's a Shiloh over there. Do we look at it? It's still Rosh Hashanah Or maybe what? Maybe that's considered Rosh Hashanah. Right? And then that was there. So Yilfah said it's Rosh Hashanah. And by the way, Tyson points out, therefore what are you going to be high if it's Rosh Hashanah?
1: A hundred percent. It's
0: shame Rosh Hashanah. The other Mm -hmm. case was that a, a goat jumped onto the back of a person. The person's carrying stuff on his back and a goat jumped on him and ate out of the stuff that he was carrying. So therefore, if Oshia says, you're chayiv. Now, Tosa points out, over there, it's not gonna be shame. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a strange thing to have. That's gonna be karen. But now, that could be the Machlokas over here. Because like this, how's it gonna be ending up being the Machlokas? Is like this. Is that the Tanakamo who says that you're chayiv in Roshul Rabin means under all circumstances, you're in Roshul Rabin. Even if it's the animal ate from the back of the other animal, even if it's a, if, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, potter. He said, "You're potter." I'm sorry, I said okay. you're always potter in Rabin. No matter what happens in the rishusarabim, even if it ate from the back of the other animal, even if it jumped on the back of a person, at the end of the day, it's still eating in rishusarabim. Potter, Potter comes along. Rabbi Yoz, he says, that's only if it's doing what it normally does in Rishul Sarabim. But if it's not doing what it normally does in Rishul Sarabim, then you don't have the exemption of Rishul Sarabim, i.e., if it eats from the back of another animal, it's going to be chayev. i.e., if it jumps on the back of a person and eats out of what he's carrying on his back, you're going to be chayav. says tosus, yes, but it won't be chayev the same amount. Because eating from the back of another person is going to be shame. It'll be nezik shalem. On the back of the person, it'll be keren. But again, that now becomes the machlokas, but we have avoided now making the Machlokas here between wow. Rav and Rav Yosi. the same Machlokas and Machzeres between Rav and Shmuel. Let's go to the next mission. Rav and Shmuel. Machzeres and Machlokas, Rav and Shmuel. Alright, let's go on. Zog de Mishnah. Hakeleva Gdi. Alright, you have a dog or you have a Gdi. A Gdi is a baby goat. SheKovtsu Mirosha They jumped from the top of a roof, Vishavru Esakalin, and they landed on vessels below. Now, Rashi, I Amitosis mean, points out that this has to be Vishus Amizak. We'll see in a moment why. Because it is the normal derech for dogs and goats to jump, and therefore, when you let your dog or goat go up onto the roof, you have an expectation that what? It's going to jump down. If it's going to jump down, and there are vessels below, what's going to happen? Those kalim are going to break. Therefore, in such a case, meshalem nezek Shalim. You're going to have to pay nezek shalom mipnei Sheheim muadin because they are they are more to jump. That is the that is the regilus. That's the norm for them to jump. And therefore, what what what's what's the din? It is a told of what damage.
1: It's got to be.
0: Rego, then. rego, very good. Rego, Nezek shalom of Rego, that's what you're going to comment. That's why it, tells us it has to be told about Rosh Why it have to be, a can't be that it jumped into Rosh Hashanah, because if it jumped into Rosh Harabim, sure. Rego would be Potter in the Rosh Hashanah. So he's just calling it out that
1: it's a Rego, not a shame, then, right? But again, no, it's not a being... Karen, no, not a Karen, then. Did yeah, it's not
0: understand? Karen, correct. It's, right. norm. it's the North, that's, that's, that's what the he's point. Saying. Right. Now, the second part got a lot of ink, and it's going to get a lot more ink al-charorah. If a dog took a cookie, now this cookie was somebody was uh, was barbecuing, was 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 cooking, baking, had coals, and he had the cookies on top, and the dog took a cookie, but unfortunately, attached to the cookie was a coal. Was an, was a coal. We had this. Right? We had this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, v'halach legodish, and the dog went to a pile of grain, a stack of grain. And Ochela Charorah ate the cookie, as a HaGadish, and set fire to the pile of grain, to the stack. So, Alla Charorah Meshalom Nezek shalom. Full that's not, that's never a Shailon. Posheth, why Yichayi of Nezek Sholem on the Charorah? Shane, yes. The Charorah is the cookie. That's Shane, okay? Again, it has to be the Hashem Nezek. You're going to be Chayi for that. Now, but Alla Gadish Meshalom Chatsi Nezek. This is going to be the question. Why Yichayi of Chatsi Nezek? on in the, the on the Gaddish on the pile of grain That's what we're going to have to discuss let's go on let's take a look now the one points out Kovtsu. it's mashma that when the, it says your goat or your dog went up onto somebody's roof it wasn't your roof went up to somebody's roof jumped down and damaged his vessels in his uh, in, that, in his domain right in his backyard okay so now it says because they jumped what happens if they went up And then they slipped and fell. And then it broke the vessels. Okay? Now, slipping and falling is not an expectation, right? That's an onus. All right? So it's mashma, you would not be chayev, at least, says Rashi, you would not be chayev nezek shalim. But the mefoshim speak out over here. That might be, since it's not the norm, you might be chayev khatsi nezek on that, right? Okay. But it's mashma, you would not be chai of Nezek Sholem. the de Kovtzu, would be potter, potter at least from Nezek Shalin. Now, Lechorah, let's take a look. This is a huge debate in Machlokas amaroyim me, uh, in Maseches Bometziah. What's the Machlokas? Let's say you initially do something that is negligent. Okay? you did something that's negligent, but... At the end, the damage that occurred was not directly attributable to your negligence. It was an onus. It was an onus, all right? Are you Chayiv or are you Potter? Can you pull the onus card? Or do we say that since it started off being negligent, you no longer get the right to pull the onus card. Now, Lechorah, what we're saying here, you're only Chayiv if the animal jumped. Now, you, the owner of the animal, are negligent. Why are you negligent? Since you know that if animals go up on a roof, dogs and goats, what are they gonna do? They're gonna jump. So there was negligence by letting them go on. But you're the owner, but they didn't jump. They fell, all right? It's not expected that they're gonna fall, which is an onus. So therefore, it's mashma though, you're only chayev because they jump, but you're not not chayev. if they, they slipped or fell, so what the Gemara says, the Chora, the fact that that's what it's implied would therefore going back to that Machlokes Mamatzia, it would mean that the Mishnah seems to support the Amora that holds that if it's Chilasa b'Pshia, the sofa you would be puter, which is a problem because what does the other opinion hold? How's he going to learn the Mishnah? But everyone understands how, you, how we get there because it says you're only your full damages if the animal did what Jump. jumped. But the animal fell, you would be Potter. Ah, it's a beginning it's considered to be a beginning of negligence. What was the beginning of negligence? That you let the animal go up on the roof. That's the point now. Right. Unsupervised. The Gemara says like this: Time modekav to its mashmi only chayiv because it jumped. Hard enough. If it if it fell, we potter. Alma bar chilasav b'pshiva as potter. So we see that the Tana of this Mishnah holds that it starts being negligent, but it ended a void, and ended in a onus. in something that couldn't be beyond your control. Then you would not be chayiv to pay. Tanya Amiyachi. The Torah says that the Brisa actually speaks this out even clearer. The Brisa says, I mean You have to pay full damages. Naflu, if they fell peturim, then they would be potter. So actually, what we inferred from the Mishnah is actually written clearly, explicitly in the Brisa. So now they want to ask the question. So this works out great. I'm chilasa, and this is potter. But el, amr, what are you going to do according to the opinion that Saul says that even if it's chilasa, if you started off being negligent, you lose the right to defend yourself with the honest card, and you're going to be higher. What are you going to do according to that opinion? So my echolamaymar. So Amor says very interesting. The Amor says like this. The case over here was that, uh, uh, the vessels, the vessels were pushed against the side of the wall. The vessels were pushed against the side of the wall. Now, why does that make a difference? Because if, if an animal were to jump like it normally does, it would, clear, would have cleared the vessels. Right? So now, when can you tell me that I am negligent I'm negligent if I should not have stopped. I should have stopped my animal from going up because by going up really precipitates the animal jumping onto vessels and breaking them. But in this case, if the animal would have jumped, it wouldn't have broken vessels. Why wouldn't it have broken the vessels? Because so it would have jumped over Because it would have jumped over the vessels. So that's not called khilab B'mshia. You can't say that I'm starting off being negligent. I'm not starting off being negligent because based on what I thought the animal would have done and what it normally would have done, it would have cleared the vessels. What happens is it slipped and fell and it went straight down and broke the vessels that are next to the wall. But that's a full onus. That's not an onus that started with a, ne- with a negligence. So therefore, that makes sense. Then, in such a case, Taka, you will be poter because it wasn't chilas of Shia, because it was only a case of onus. There was no shia involved in this. Clear? Let's see it inside. It's more the like the that the vessels were pushed up against the wall. The chikavti would have done the normal thing and jumped the kvitza the kvitza the nafli would not have landed on these vessels. Alright, so you don't even have a chiles in such a situation. Amor of Zvid Mishmei Rav Zid said in the name of Rova, there are times, that when an animal will fall off the roof, you will be chayev too. Means that sometimes you cannot say, oh, it's an onus. There are cases where if the animal falls, you're still going to be chayev. Even though falling is an onus, we can still hold you responsible. So, we're talking about where it is a ru- a shaky wall. Now, Gemara understands right now, what does it mean because it's a shaky wall? Meaning that it's a shaky wall and pieces fall off it. Bricks are falling off it. So therefore, in such a case, you let your animal go up to such a wall and it's gonna shake the wall and bricks are gonna fall out. So therefore, what is that? That's right? Now, but what ended up happening, the animal fell. And it wasn't the bricks that broke the wall. I mean, it wasn't the bricks that broke the caleen. It was the animal. But isn't that, go back to our Shiloh. So you did a pshia, all right? You don't, you did a pshia. What was your pshia? You should have thought that bricks are going to fall and break. But at the end of the day, what ended up falling...
1: The animal. the animal.
0: So, why isn't this again considered to be Tchilazimab Shia Vesovab ba'onis? And if it's Tchilazimab Shia Vesovab Ones, so tell me your Chayyim, again, it's only going like the opinion that holds Tchilazimab Shia Vesovab Ones, your Chayyim. It doesn't go like the opinion that holds that Tchilazimab Shia Vesovab Ones, your Potter. So, it means that there's a case that everybody's going to hold. That's not true. So, it says like this. So, let's see. Mishkakazla Bakaisa Ru'u'a. So, what it says, My new, what's the case? What exactly is the case? means you should have thought when you let your animal go up there that the animal is going to cause bricks to fall. Okay? So that's the negligence. But so, so, at the end of the day what ended up falling so, so, lo novel archi. It wasn't the bricks that fell. The novel inu. It's the animal that fell. So, isn't that a case of tchilas of of a sofa onus, And therefore, to say that everyone holds yichai, is not true. If you hold tchilas of apshia, potter, then you should be potter in such a situation. Someone says, "No, we misunderstand the case. The case isn't about that you thought bricks are going to fall. The case was talking about there was a very narrow roof, the top of the roof where the where the where it was very narrow, and therefore." And in such a case, what you should have taken into account it, is that the, the awesome? animal can fall, and therefore that's not considered to be <laughs> of If you know that it's very likely that the animal could slip and fall, then the fact that the animal slipped and fall is not an onus anymore. That's considered to be a full-fledged pshia from the beginning to the end. So there are cases when the animal falls and breaks the Caleb, you'll be because you cannot say onus. Why can't you say onus in such a case? Because it it's so too narrow. Because yeah. you should have recognized the fact that it, that's what's going to end up happening. That's not an onus against unforeseeable. That was an unforeseeable. let because it's that talking about where the, the wall of the, of the, on the roof yeah, is very yeah. narrow. Yeah. Let's go it. Tan rabonim, we learned in a mimata If the uh, if a uh, a dog or a goat jumped up. Now, so they jumped up onto a roof and broke Kalim on top. All right, that's going to be potter. Milamala lamata. But if they jump down from the top down, that's our Mishnah. Then they're going to be chayim. So let's understand. Obviously, the Tana com- this Tana holds that what that what's normative behavior for a dog or a goat is to jump down, and therefore jumping down you'll be chayiv regal, you'll be high full damages. But jumping up and breaking, that's not the norm. As, as, so, therefore, as the before we speak out, therefore, you will not be chayiv nezek shalom because that's not the norm. But what you could be chayiv. Why? Because it's Karen. Because it's Karen. <laughs> it's not normative behavior, then you're going to be chayiv like a town with be chayv Karen. What's that? Rabim or Where are we talking? No, then obviously, Karen, uh, uh, for, for, che, for regular Hadim, it's just a yachid. Now, Adam go however, a person, a person doesn't matter, normal, not normal, a person's muad l'olam. A person's always responsible, for his actions. Whether a person jumps up, doesn't jump down, doesn't matter. So a person or a chicken, now chicken, chickens jump up, jump down, chickens jump all directions. So therefore, if it's a person or it is a chicken, Shadilgu, if they uh, jumped. Either way, it's, either it's of top, uh, up, uh, from top down or from bottom up. Either way, chayav and because that is normal. So by an adam, adamu olam. By a by a chicken, it'll be it'll be regal. Either way, it'll be regal. You'll be chayav. Okay, now so that's what the Tannitama holds. Now the Gemara asks like this: I, we have a different brizer that so seems to contradict what we just said. This bride says akelavdi. Shadilgu, we're going to go with the Gears of Al Gamor. The girl brings down the Rambo on the rift had a different gears here. We're going to go with our girsa. hakela v'agdi shedilgu, that if a dog or a goat jumped and they landed on vessels and they broke it, in both directions, you are potter. Now what's the problem?
1: goes down, he said it
0: was Right. That, so it's here contradicting our oh, Mishnah. Okay. So yes,
1: yes. That's the that contradicts our
0: Mishnah and it contradicts the Right, So, so he says, The way Rab explained it, he says like this: There is a difference. If you ever see a dog that goes from a higher level down, it doesn't jump in one jump. It goes down the embankment. It like it digs its uh, uh, nails in and it goes down. a, a, a goat jumps completely. A dog goes down. What happened over here, it switched. It's the goat went down the embankment, and the dog jumped completely. means both of them and the way down acted not in the normal way. Mm. Since they did not act in the normal way, therefore they're going to be potter from regal. Why are they going to be potter from regal?
1: it's unusual. But, right. ah,
0: but they will be chayivahat <laughs> the Chor. But that's what it's talking about. So our Mishnah and the first Brice that says they're chayiv, uh, that's only if they jump down in the way that's normal for them to jump. But the brides, the second brides that we just brought down, that says their potter coming down, it's because they're not, they didn't go, right. So what it says like this. So, Tago and Rapapa learned, the apich Meipach is that they each one switched its normal way of going down. as uh, zakira the dog jumped with a complete jump, the t'gadja, besricha, and the, the goat came down, uh, the, down the embankment, digging its uh, uh, hooves into the side. So therefore, it's seems is different. So, more it says like this, Iachi am you're telling me that they did something with a the Shinoi, then why is it considered to be pater? Pater implies what? Yeah. That it's, it's completely right. The one that tomorrow says no. Well, it means that it's not Nezek Shalem, because it's not regal, but it will be Chayev because of Chatsi Nezik. Now, you have to take a look at Tosfos because the tomorrow's question, if so, the Chora. this would, we knew before that it should be Chatsi Nezik even on the way up. We said even it's not the derech. Now, why is it all of a sudden, once Rav gives his interpretation, now you're asking that question. L'chor, that question, that word, if you felt that was a good question, that could have been asked before, take a look at Tos. We're not going to get into it right now. Let's go weiter. Let's take a look at the next part of the Mishnah. We said that if a... We, uh, now, we're going to have one of the most famous suyas in Shas, a big, big machlokas, there is a famous Namukha Yosef. I'm going to share the question with you. You guys will come up with an answer. But the, 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 the question is like this. The Machlokas the is like this. Let me say it outside. We'll try to get this as, as simple as possible. All right? We know that when a person damages, right? The person himself, he does damage directly. He punches or whether he shoots an arrow. Okay, when he punches, it's gufo that's damaging. When he shoots an arrow, it's koho that's damaging. But a person directly himself, whether it's gufo, whether it's koho, he's fully required, is is fully liable. Now, in the case of the arrow, it's not his body that did it, but it doesn't matter, but it's his force. Means even if the arrow wasn't his, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, you're not chayev. now, Now, when his animal damages, Right.
1: are hiding on Cocos is right. Well. Uh, it's, uh, no, it's not
0: Koh. When your animal damages no, it's not tocho. the
1: person.
0: The person's high because it's his animal. If it wasn't his animal, he wouldn't be Chayev in such a case. You're only Chayev where it's your animal, it's your responsibility to watch the animal. Right. The case is like this. The case is what about fire? When I light a fire, now this fire goes off and burns my next door neighbor's yard. What the Torah says you're liable. What's the understanding of that liability? Is it goofo or is it, uh,
1: is
0: it... Is it... Is it... Is it... Uh, is it kocho or is it mamono? Ko-ho-mono. Meaning like this. Is your fire like your ox? Right, my ox goes and damages. I'm responsible. Oh, no, no, my no, no, fire okay. goes in there. No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll get the Torah. The Torah, it, 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 the Torah does not consider it karen. There's no karen there. The Torah doesn't consider it karen because it's the normal thing for for fire to go and damage. So it's not considered. But the point is, in terms of the way we analyze it, is it considered your money that damaged, or it's no? It's like your arrow. It's your Koah. That damages. So, therefore, that's going to be a machlokas, huge machlokas from Yokonash Lokish. Is it my arrow, which therefore it's my force that's causing? what it's got nothing to do with my force, it's my money that's good. The famous kacha from the Muka Yosef, he asks over here on the Sugya, he says like this We know that every Arab Shabbos, our wives light candles. Now, if fire is considered to be koko, considered our force, then why aren't we machal Shabbos? when it burns into Shabbos. It's our force that is continue having. have If it's your money, I understand, your money is not me, it's my ox, it's not me. But if it's your force, a force is an extension of you, then how can you light candles? That's his kasha, that's the, uh, the book of Kasha. But anyway, the point is like this. So let's see, itmar. It's chitsov, chitsov means it's my arrows. My arrows is my force, it's an extension of my force. I threw a stone, I shot an arrow, I set a fire. Same thing. No, no, no. It's not your force. We'll see why it doesn't hold its force. But it's your ox. It's your money. The fire is yours. Your money, your ox damages your chayib. Your fire damages your chayib. So therefore it's mamon. It's your mamon. And one says it's your kocho. Now, Rish Lakish, my time alone, I'm a Krabi Yochan. Why doesn't Rish Lakish want to say that it's kocha, it's like an arrow? He says there's a difference. I control my arrow, I control the force of my arrow. A fire you cannot control. You have to have other elements involved to determine whether or not, how or, 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 or can it spread. Therefore, I cannot view that as kochal. Since it's not kochal, but the Torah says, Yechayim, must be, it's not because of kochal, must because the Torah views it as... My mono—it's like your ox. I don't control my ox. I can control it if I'm there to stop it. But I generally, of the way it spreads, I don't control it. I'm to, my, my animal runs out of my house. I don't control where it's going to go either. So he considers fire more like my animal than it's considered like my arrow. That's reshlokish. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm in a because. So that arrow is going through your force, but fire is not going through your force. That explains why Reish Lokish doesn't want to learn like Rabbi Yochanan that it's your force. Now, why does Rabbi Yochanan disagree? Rabbi Yochanan says, my time with Rish why does he consider like Rish Lokish? Why does he consider like your ox? He says, you can have an ownership over an ox. It's a substantive thing. Something that has substance, Something I own that. Fires, is ethereal. Fire is not something that has any substance to it. How can you own your fire? How can you own fire? You don't own fire. Can't be viewed as mamona because it's got no, uh, no substance to it. So therefore, amalach, mamona is be mamasha, that if it's to be considered your money, your property, it has to have some kind of substance to it. Halei The I the Torah says, your Yachayim, must be that what the Torah views it as, as your force. So therefore, the big machlokus over here is when the, you are fire. you set a fire, it goes and damages, is it your money that's damaging or is it your force that's damaging? Clear? So we're going to go into the Naftometers? So. Yes. So says like this. Tonight, let's go to our Mishnah. If a dog took a cookie, all right, and it had fire and, and coal attached to it. Now, let's take a look. Says the Gemara as follows. According to Rabbi Yochanan, fire is an arrow, okay? Now, when I light it, it's my arrow, right? And my arrow on high full damages, right? My koach, it's my koach, okay? What's the halacha when it's not my koach, it's my animal's koach? What is that called? We had this, we spent the last 10 pages about it. What's that known? My animal has a koach and causes damage. Should I give you the case? My animal's walking down Rashusa, rob him and kicks a pebble. And that shoros. pebble, throw Throros. Okay. So therefore, like this. So now the Shailah is when it is sroros. alright? That's the koach of my animal. So now, what did we learn in the Mishnah? We just learned like this. The animal eats the cookie. I'm nezik Shalem. Why am I chayav nezek Shalem? Shame. The animal took the fire and took it to a, a took it by, over it says, it says, chatzinezek. Now, if you learn, like Rabbi Yochanan, that fire is considered your force, well, it's your force when you make the fire. When your animal makes the fire, it's considered the force of the animal. We have a name for force of animal. What's the name for the force of animal? troros troros is chatzinezek. So according to... Rab Yochanan oh, I mean the Mishnah, no, no, the, the Mishnah reads exactly. Oh, good, it comes out very good, yeah. but according to Resh Lakish, you're going to have a problem over here because Resh Lakish holds fire is only chayev as your mam- mammon. Which okay, which on, now no, which means right. like this: whose fire did my animal go take? Was it my fire, or was the guy making the cookie? The fire belongs to the person making the cookie. If I'm only high for fire when it's my fire, why should I be why should I be in the case of when the animal took it and put it on the bottom line, it's still not it's not my fire. So why should I be chayef? Alright? Someone says like this. So therefore, this shlomah according to Rabbi Yehuda Laman, the Amra Ishav Mishum Chitzav, the because of the arrows, because of force, of the kelav. This is the force of the dog being the force of the dog. It's throw rose, which makes sense. It's Chatsi Nezek, no problem. Laman, the Amra Ishav Mishum Mamonu Rish Lakish, that it's only chayv when it's your mom and it's like your ox. But a the fire involved over here was Lavan Maman, was not your the Balakelav. It's not the. It wasn't the fire of the owner of the dog. Whose fire was it? it? was the owner of the cookie. And therefore, why should the owner of the dog have to pay Chatzinezek over here? Everybody, every, every, everyone other other question? What was the last thing? So it was Since it wasn't the owner of the dog's fire, so therefore, why should he be liable at all? It's he not his, his fire, it's not fire. It's like it was a it's mashma. The
1: dog went to someone else's fire, right? It's yeah, some, yeah
0: that, so whoever's fire is should be responsible, not me. Yeah. So Amalach Rech Lochich, Lochich said like this, You're right. What you have to learn over here, you have to learn the case is as follows. Now, the case was the dog took the coal, right, attached to it, and what it did was it flung it. It flung the coal. Now, since we're talking about it, it flung the coal, what does I that make I it? Try. It really becomes Tzroros. And since it becomes Tzroros, I can understand why it's Chatzinezek. Because troros doesn't, doesn't have to be my pebble. My animal caused the pebble to shoot. My animal caused the coal to fly. The melo, that's considered troros. So therefore, mm-hmm. according to R.H. Lakish, that normally holds for me to be hive on H, it has to be my mama if I'm high because of H. But I'm not there because of H. I'm high because of troros. So therefore, that doesn't have to be my fire. It doesn't have to be my coal. My animal flung it. See, that's the difference. If it wouldn't have flung it, it would have taken and put it down, then you would have been chive. Not oh, because it's it's because of age. But age, it can't be chive. It's not my fire. But it's not what you hive for over here. Chayv because it's raw, that's why it's I couldn't say, you should take a fire and you put it there. You are chive. You're not chayv. You are the animal. No,
1: no, no. Uh, Person's
0: chive doesn't matter. You, I, I can shoot you with somebody else's arrows. I'm still chive. It doesn't matter. I don't have to own my Right, animals. It's my animal. Yeah.
1: It's my animal's cookie. Yeah. He takes it, he puts it in the fire. The fire comes on. It doesn't throw it. The, the animal puts it's that on thing. the other on the other properties uh, uh whatever, then the owner of the dog is point. Well, part, whose right. fire was it? It
0: was someone else's fire. No, then no, the honor would not be fired. would not be fire. It's only if it's your fire. Oh, not, not if it's somebody else's fire. Not if somebody else's fire. Somebody else's
1: I'm not high. No, a
0: person's chive all person the time. Is. We're not talking oh, about a not my dog. And even my fire. I, I, like fire. I, I like the fire. I can use your matches. Doesn't matter. The bottom line is a person's responsible for his actions under all circumstances. But the question is, is it coming his force? His force is causing out of his money. Meaning, because you could argue. My, my be, dog is my
1: money?
0: My dog for sure is my money, but it's my ox that's causing something to happen. So if my ox is causing it, but it's not with my fire, you can't hold me responsible for fire if it has to be my fire to be Mechaim. Unless it's Kshoros. Unless it's Kshoros, because then it's, a, it's not working, it's not fire.
1: Okay. Only it's the dark fire
0: so if the dog flung it's it's sort of, the because it's, it's, it's regal. It's a total of regal there. Not, right, but yeah. so the
1: dog has the fire on his cookie. He picks the yeah. cookie up, he puts it over on someone else's property. And, and it, it wasn't, wasn't his, his, t- or his, or, lock, his
0: And it wasn't it his, his fire. fire. Means the responsibility will be on the guy fire fired was. should sure, You should have made sure that your your fire is, 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 is yeah. protected. Okay. We'll it's right. protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a Now once again, Now like this. Al makom Now here is a very important point. When your animal flung the... This is, I didn't speak this out, but I'm to speak this out. When the dog flung the tsroros, okay? So now, the tsroros hits the gadish at a certain spot. The place where it lands, right? I'm chay of which means on that spot I'm chay of But now the fire continues to burn. The continuing spread of the fire, what's the status according to Lakish on that? The rest of the gadish burns down, not just where it hit. Right now,
1: the way you're asking the question, he's going to say you're a putter for. You're a
0: putter. Why are you putter? Because that's not Soros anymore. Taurus is only when it's the force. The rest of the fire is going on its own. That's not the force.
1: According so, to Rish
0: the owner of the fire. To then hire for that. Let's uh, no, 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 not even get, get into that right, right now. But point is that the the, the, the that when Rish learns when it says Yichave Chatsi Nezek on the coal, it's where the coal landed. But any fire that's secondary to that, that since it has to be your money to be higher, you're going to be potter on that. And therefore, it's not even chatzinesek on that because that's not sroros either. Sroros is only kocho. He doesn't look at fire as kocho. The only reason it was kocho in this case is because the dog flung the coal. But that's only where the place where it lands. So you, you understand? I, I got no. yeah. So why is it like this. So I'm duye and exactly where the coal landed mishaam chatzin but the rest of the stack you'll be potter according to Reish Lakish why will you be potter according to Reish Lakish because you only high that'll be esh but you're only high on esh but it's yours if it wasn't yours you're going to be potter why aren't you so because it's not kolchol you don't spread of fire it's not what do you view spread of fire Is mamono is a ko- is kolchol he holds that it's not it, this is not Mamona, and it's not Kocho, he doesn't qualify Kocho, so therefore you'll be patra on the rest of the gadish. Now let's go to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, now, now let's just get this clear. Everybody agrees that I, if I take a coal, if I take a coal, and I put it down on something, right, or the animal takes it and puts it down, puts it down on a particular spot, mm-hmm. all right. So now, no, let, 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 let me step back on that. Let me step back on that. According to, to Rabbi Rab Yochanan, right, Rabbi Yochanan considers to be fire mamono. No, I'm sorry, kocho. Rabbi Yochanan says fire is considered to be koho. Fire is considered to be koho. Now the question I, the question is as follows. Everybody will agree, right, this is, everybody will agree that if my, If I put the coal down on a certain spot, or even if my animal put the fire down on a certain spot, the spot exactly where it was put down, directly, that's not through spread. That's through direct action. All right? That's through direct action. So in such a case, everyone will be on the spot. If it was just put down on that spot, it should be full damages on that spot. But Rech Lachish couldn't learn that was the case. Because then what's the case of Chatzinezek? If the animal actually put it down in that spot, that spot will be nezek Shalem. The rest of it you will be Potter. So therefore, Ishlakish had to learn that the animal didn't put it down. What the animal did was it flung it. And therefore, by flinging it, made that place through rose. So that's nezek. The rest of it's Potter. Okay? Now, according to Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan doesn't have to learn that way. He doesn't have to put the animal through it. You're right. The animal put it down, and I agree with you on the animal put it down. The place where the animal put it down, that could be Nezek Shalim. But where's the Chatsi Nezek of the Mishnah? Since he learns that fire is kocho, fire is your force. So the rest of the fire that spreads and burns the rest of the thing, that'll be koho, That'll be Chatsi Nezek. So according to Rabbi Yochum, the Chatsi Nezek is for the rest of the stack. But the actual place where it put it down, that would be Nezek Shalem That won't be Chatsi Nezek. So Rabbi Yohanan says, You don't have to have the animal through it. It put it down. On the actual Charorov, we said shame, Nezek shalem And the place where it put it down also will be mashalem Nezek shalem What's that? Direct. Yes. But on the actual, the rest of the... That's where the chatzinazik comes in. According to Rabbi Yochanan, you can say chatzinazik on the rest of it. Because since it's koch, koch, ko, it's tzroros. It's like tzroros. And the vichai, fire will work like, tr- like, like it'll be like tzroros. It'll be the tzroros that'll be the, the koach of the, uh, of, the, uh, of the dog. And therefore, that will be chatzinezek. According to Rabbi
1: Yochanan, if it was thrown, then, then the whole thing would be chatzinezek. Yes, comes yes,
0: out. correct. Tashemach, come and listen. Arman wants to bring a rhyme on the following case. Now, this is like one of the, there's two or three places in the whole Shas that Hanukkah is even mentioned. Talk about a different time, why the Rabbeinu HaKadosh did not include a Masech Khanaka, Hanukkah, a right? Megillah, right? He was upset at the Hashmonoyim for usurping the position of the, 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 the Malchus. Okay, they were Kohanim, they were Levim. Gamal, To'un, pishdan that if you have a camel that's got a, it's, it's, it's laden with flax. Now the person put it on too much, so it sticks out from the sides. Right? That was the, that's the case. So you got a camel walking through the Shusha Rabin with flax hanging over the sides. Okay? Uh-huh. Now what happened was the flax, because it was longer poked into a store, and in the store there were candles that were lit, and, and it lit, it got caught on the lamp of the shopkeeper. And the whole building, with other stores there, with other merchandise, everything went up in fire. The owner of the camel is responsible. Why is he responsible?
1: The, uh, <laughs> right, the, the,
0: the owner, the, the shopkeeper does not have to protect himself from his fire burning down the building because you did not put, you, you overlay you put it right now. However, in this case, the shopkeeper put the candle on the outside. Now, there's a little bit of negligence there because candles on the outside, you should expect that an animal walking by could, not could, be, could, could, uh, could create a fire from them. So therefore, in that case, the chenvani, he's responsible to pay for all the damages.
1: The owner of the of the, store, the store.
0: The store. The yeah. storekeeper's right. Now, Rabbi Yudita says there's an exception. Because near chanaka near the expectation is that I'm allowed to put it outside. I'm allowed to put it outside. Since I'm allowed to put it outside, you, the person who owns the animal, you should do. be careful. Don't get close to the outside of the stores. Fine. Now, let's go Resh and Rabbi Yochanan, how they're going to understand this Mishnah. According to Rabbi Yochanan, that says it's kochu, it's your arrows. Of and, and therefore, in this case, whose arrows are they? The fire is created by the actions of the camel, mm-hmm. so it's the it's the of the, camel's fire, the the it's the it's, it's it's considered the arrows of the camel, chitz of the gamal. Who right? And therefore, actually, when it says that you have to pay for the whole building. Right? You're actually gonna only be paying Chatsi yeah, because, because it's the Koho, because that's why? L'chora, because it's Koho, that would be Tsoros. Right. Right? <laughs> I, I think that's the shot. Because it's not you doing it, you doing it to be full damage. Your animal doing it should be Chatzin because of Throros. Okay? That makes sense that the owner of the camel is gonna be fully responsible, fully responsible for Chatzinazik. Okay, that's the way we explain it but according to Raishlaq is you only hive if it's not you doing it. Right? So it's your animal doing it. The chore, you hive only because of Eish, if it's your if it's your acid, If it's your mammon. But this wasn't your fire. Whose fire was it? Right, all oh, the shopkeeper's fire. So, why is the owner of the camel fully responsible in this case? So, the chera elamanda am mishum high esh lav mamono de baal That is not considered to be the fire of the owner of the camel. This is the fire of the shopkeeper. Why should be chay v'kuntish shlokish? So, am l'chish ma'askinan What happens over here is again, we said that the point of contact. If my if if, if my animal got the flax on fire, and then it took that fire and held it against the side of the wall. There you know, we I said
1: the For
0: sure only what the, But what happened was This animal Spread It went from one wall To the other wall To the other wall Did a 360 And it touched Every single wall Directly now Therefore right You're not Chayv over here Because of Mamono oh, okay. Ma, It's not Mamono You don't need to have Mamono It's the you're direct Direct, that direct. And that by the way It won't, be, it won't even be uh, In Troros That'll be Nezek Sholem According to right. Reish Lokish that it rubbed against the entire building, the of the whole building. the fire. What's that? With the fire. With the flax. Yeah, the flax on fire directly to the walls. It wasn't the spread of the fire; it was direct. So why it says it like this? The problem with that is meaning. If you're going to learn that that's the case in the beginning of the Mishnah, you also have to learn that that's the case in the end of the Mishnah. So let's take a look. So, let's take a look at the Sefer. We said that if the shopkeeper put his candle outside, then is Chayev, he is Chayev. Now, the point that Morah is making is like this. If we're talking about a case where the, 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 the camel got was on fire, and then wandered around, touching from wall to wall to wall to wall. Lachora, the shopkeeper should have a right to say to the owner of the camel, even though it wasn't your fire. But what did you let your animal wander around on fire, touching every single wall? How should I? Why should the shopkeeper be completely responsible in such a case? There should at least be some liability to the owner of the camel, the fact that he wasn't watching the animal and wandered off touching every single wall with fire. So when it says, ime ni'ach en vani ne'er bechut, vani The imezach zah we told him that the animal touched every single wall with a fire, amai chayev, then why should the chen be complete, at least completely responsible, at least should be shared liability. too true, he was negligent. But the owner of the camel is also negligent. Why is he negligent? He's letting the animal walk around, touching wall from each wall with fire. So Moses says like this, what happened over here was kisha amda. So Moira now, didn't get finished what it's gonna say. The animal didn't walk around, it stood in one place. The sheaves were long enough that in one place, it could just like, didn't have to walk to wall to wall, it stood in one place. So what if it's one place? If it stood in one place, it didn't even have. It didn't, it didn't even leave your away. It didn't even run away from you. It stood in one place, but for sure you should have moved it away. If it stood in one place and just moved around and touched all the walls, so then for sure you should have got moved your animal away. Why is that take away liability? <laughs> And for sure the owner of the uh, should not be completely responsible, maybe completely even responsible. Oh, you should not have let your animal stay there so long to light up the whole place. Even if it touches directly, it should be on the on the, on the camel, not on the, the 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 shopkeeper. So when it says like this, we're gonna have an actual geographic fact over here. Amravunabarma noh Rav raviko, what means we stood in one place, you're going to lahatil meimeho. That the case is the camels stood in one place to urinate. F- fact is, an a camel that urinates, you cannot move. You cannot move a camel once it wants to urinate. And therefore, you cannot tell, the shopkeeper cannot say to the owner of the camel, why did you let your animal just stay in one place and let and, and rub against all the different sides of the walls with its with a, with a flex? <coughs> he should have moved it. He couldn't have moved it, it's an onus. He couldn't have moved it, therefore the responsibility is solely whose? The
1: wall
0: on the owner of the store the shopkeeper. So it comes out like this, therefore just more summarizes. In the first case the owner of the camel is Chayev to lay by Because he should not have overladen his uh, camel with long flax and the flax went in and I why is he high for the fire? He doesn't own the fire because it's no matter that the flax directly touched every single wall according to Ishmael and he's high for that. In the Sefer, the chenvon because is because there was negligence leaving it outside. It wasn't Hanukkah. You shouldn't have put it outside. I. why did the uh, owner of the camel let the camel stay there until it touched every single thing inside? Because he couldn't move his animal because the animal was urinating. Come and listen. What? 35. Okay, stop over here.